Welcome back to Broken Fuse Podcast. It's uh, been a while since our last one. It's episode 30, not 31, uh, 61, and it's uh, January 19th, 2019. And uh, yeah, Harley's back with me again today. What have you been playing in the last couple weeks? Well, we were just talking about it. I mean, last week I've I was I was so busy with work I I didn't really get to play anything but um I've been, I've been uh, a while back I got into uh, Magic the Gathering uh, the online one now so it's like it's like a it's like it's like Magic but like the the interface is kind of like Hearthstone so like all the cards now like online no limitations not like previous uh, Magic online games so I was playing that that was that was pretty fun. Um, uh, but other than that, like nothing really, uh, really serious uh, for the last little bit. How about you? I uh, recently picked up uh, Tales of uh, Vesperia for the Switch, the de- uh, definitive edition. So you get the two extra characters that didn't come on the Xbox 360 version that came out ten years back. Although you do get those two characters on the Japanese PS3 version that only came out in Japan. I've been playing a bit of uh, Octopath Traveler before I picked up uh, Vesperia, and uh, yeah, those are the two games I've been playing the most the past couple of weeks. Oh, and Smash Bros. Ultimate. Well, yeah, yeah. Obviously, (laughs) everyone's playing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, I mean, like, Smash is, like, by default, it's like Mario Kart, like, every time we get together, that's what we just play, right? So. Um, oh, well, we were playing Wii Sports too, man. <laughs> That's what, uh, 12, 13 years now, like 12 and a half years old that game is, I think. Classic, man. Classic. It's still good. Like, I mean, obviously it doesn't have, like, as a party game, right? I mean, it was always designed to be a party game, right? Yeah. So, like, it still has, like, the gameplay is great. Um, you know, it's still competitive. It's still fun. And, uh, you know, obviously not the best graphics, not the best whatever. It's not, you know, VR or whatever, but, like, we still had a lot of fun. And, um, you know, sometimes you just got to bust out those old games and <laughs> sharpen up those skills, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, talking about older games, at least, uh, a few older franchises are supposedly coming out sometime this year. There's Metroid 4. Uh, Animal Crossing and uh, Pokemon all coming to the Switch apparently sometime this year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so I feel like we're in a, in a, like, the remakes, man. Like, it's it's kind of becoming formulaic right now. It's not, it's not even just remakes, right? Even, like, new games now are following kind of, um, they're kind of just doing reruns of, like older previous generation games, um, and I'm just waiting for like the next big breakthrough. I feel like uh, I don't know, like technology, like hardware wise, it's been there hasn't been that that big of a breakthrough um, in a while, um, and for for the most part, like AR, VR, whatever, hasn't been fully integrated yet. So we're kind of, I think we're at like the the cusp of like the drop off for for all of these like uh, traditional gaming methods yeah. at least. I'm not against it. Like I'm not against it, but you know, you play and I'm a huge Pokemon fan, but you know, you play 
Like, you can only play so many before you realize, like, you're like, you know what? This is becoming, like, super repetitive, and there's nothing really um, substantially different, right? And it's not that it's not an unenjoyable experience. It's just that, do I really need to play, like, replay the same thing every, like, nine months or every year and a bit, right? Especially if you follow a franchise for so long, you played the same structure for, what, like, 10, 12, 20 times at this point? Exactly, right? So, I mean, it, it's good because I know, like, you know, there are people that haven't played all of the, you know, the, the everything in the franchise, or there are people that are, that are new to the the franchise, um, like younger younger gamers out there. But, but, um, you know, for the most part, I think, like, you know, we're, we're right now, like, the bottleneck is just like, okay, how do we get to that next level with hardware? And then once we get there, like, how do we integrate? you know all of the, the 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 strong franchises that we have into that right so that that's like the next level for me but yeah like gameplay wise i don't know it's kind of it's kind of a rinse repeat at this point they're very few it's very hard i mean it's not it's nobody's fault right it just gets harder and harder to come up with original um content and con- like even like not just content but like mechanics um, and yeah the mechanics that's right the gameplay itself right like like you know you can only have Right, right now we we only have like the genres that we have, right? And there's nothing that's really breaking through. I mean, there's some games like mini games on Steam that are testing stuff, but like I don't know, like it's it's you know it's kind of a it's mostly a miss for the for the majority of them. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's always good to hear that tight titles are coming out. They're still developing, but at the same time, it's like you know, looking for new mechanics, looking for new gameplay. So that's what really matters. Yeah. And uh, surprisingly, uh, the Star Wars Mercenaries uh, TV series is uh, they've shown some, uh, I think, set f- picks from pretty recently as well, and looks pretty interesting to uh, whenever that finally comes out. And hopefully, Disney does a good job with this, unlike what EA has done with uh, the games in the past what six, seven years. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. But you know what, though. This is the thing about I think I I don't expect it to be like a drastic difference just because a lot of times I mean you know this is it's a it's a business model right and despite what people have said about you know EA butchering games and and you know it's it's done well in terms of from from a business standpoint and that's part of the reason why. I think, um, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be a drastic difference. Like, there's a lot of elements in gaming right now that, you know, are not really appealing. Like, for example, like DLCs or like subscription packages or, you know, add-ons, right? Where, like, yeah. you buy a game that's not even complete and you're basically, you know, to get all the characters or to get all the features, you have to spend, like, 200 $300 for a game that you would have otherwise had to pay, like, 70 bucks for. Um, and a lot of gamers are frustrated by that because you you get an incomplete experience uh, initially, right? Or you need like online support, and uh, or it's like online only. Um, so so like all of these things, I think it's it's not great as a gamer, but as a business, it's super profitable, right? It's like yeah. very lucrative. So like for them to like you know pay so much for you know like. They they want to get they want to get a return on on their their investment around their acquisition so they're not gonna like you know it's not gonna be a dramatic change I don't expect that to happen but at the same time you know 
hopefully people will vote with their wallet and just be like, hey, look, I'm not buying stuff that's like garbage, right? So that that'll ultimately lead to the change. But um, studios are, you know, more or less the same, right? They they yeah. It's it's becoming like it's just it's kind of a I don't know like like Blizzard used to be amazing, but now like I don't know, man. <laughs> Right, like everything. Handheld Diablo for your phone. Uh, yeah. I'll try it out, but like I'm not gonna stick to it. No, exactly. So I mean, it's 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 just. I feel like you know the business side is is definitely dominating, and and um, it's not really a good thing. Um, especially, I think for the majority of gamers, you know, they uh, just want a quality product for yeah, what then, they're paying you know, for. Yeah, I just want to. I just want like I just want a complete game, you know. I don't want there to be strings attached. Where like, oh, you know, like if you like you, there's ten levels, but guess what? Like once you beat the ten levels, there's another ten you can have if you, you know, buy whatever. And it's not even like the money part is part of it, but also the the fact that it's not even ready. Like, you know, like it'll be released like three or six months down the road. Um, and it's really like just, half baked. No, it just means that you didn't have the full thing ready right like you know what i mean so i don't know yeah um the, i'd the rather model's see changing yeah. right the model's changing or it's already changed i should yeah. say and with uh what people have realized with um you know either dlcs or even uh you know uh, what is it microtransactions right so yeah um they're so lucrative right like the games that we have on our cell phones um they're free to play things, but if you want to you know, win it's pay to win basically it's pay to win and surprisingly like these games that are free to download or you know like very cheap to buy um they make uh, you know on a development budget that's you know a couple million dollars they'll make uh, as much as games that have like full feature production uh you know that, that are in the hundreds of millions right they'll they'll in terms of profit they'll they'll make just as much and so so it's um you know it's hard to argue with what they're doing from a like yeah let's make money perspective but you know from gameplay as a consumer like, no it's, it's like well as a gamer it's like, it's like you know i'm not really i'll be it's very hard to find like a quality game these days man and it's uh i should say it's very hard to find like a quality game from a new franchise because every new franchise that's developed it's basically like it's following that same like algorithm of like oh, all right this is how we're gonna do it this is like we're gonna have this release then we're gonna have this pack that you need to download or or possibly have a subscription fee um or like change the currency so that it's like okay like you earn gems in a game and then gems eat like 10 gems is a dollar and you can buy gems right so like like it's it's all of these things that make it um you know less appealing in many ways and yeah older franchises it's very hard like for example it's basically impossible to have like you know a Mario game that that's gonna follow that concept because the 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 players are just not gonna do it right like it's just very hard to um, to ad adopt but when you have a brand new franchise it's like all right like there's no rules there's no precedent so like let's just do this right um, yeah but pretty much that, I mean I don't know things could change right so yeah it's like I'm fine with DLC if they add value on top of the base game like fully flesh out game if there's like dlc like that adds value to the game like what they did with uh breath of the wild where you get like 
the Champions Pack where you get more side quests that add to the backstory of the whole game. It's not yeah. needed to enjoy the game, but it's there if you want to enjoy more of the lore and spend more time within the game itself. Yeah, exactly. And that, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where in, the, in, the, in Breath of the Wild, like, alone that's a complete experience right yeah so like at least you know that what you have is a complete experience versus like games where you know you you think you finished but then oh no you didn't right so like or like the worst is um you know when they introduce new like equipment so like it'll be um it'll be so overpowered that like if you play online and you don't have the the whatever is the, the latest offering you know because it's so overpowered they want to incent you to buy it right yeah so th that was like a huge that, that that mechanism was introduced in diablo 3 uh when we were playing initially because what we noticed was that uh i don't remember i, I, I think, think I was this was with you no no remember like how all the new drops became like instantly more powerful than the old drops. Yeah, then, even if they were like mid-tier yeah. items. So you you just had to run quests. Like you just had to continue with rifts. Like and then oh and then they introduced rifts, right? So like you had to you had to like continuously rift to get to stay on top. Otherwise, like we I had a uh, I think I started with a demon hunter. I maxed it out and I had like a really good legendary set on it. Really good. Uh, good DPS, whatever, right? And then we were playing because, like, we just started a second character, and then you were power leveling me on, on on my wizard, I think. And then my wizard ended up having a higher DPS than my demon hunter before I maxed it out. Like, it just, it was just like, all right, like this doesn't make sense. I remember like Alex's character is a literal yeah. glass cannon. Yeah, like, but like the thing is, it was like. Back when the game first came out, you could not have, I think it was like, what, 2 million DPS or, like, something ridiculous, right? Yeah. And, then, and then just through, like, it's like inflation, right? Like, every subsequent drop would just get better. And then you, you basically had to play more. Or if you stopped playing, if you just, like, kept your character for three months and you came back to the game, you're all of a sudden, like, you're just, like, super weak, right? So, I mean, that was kind of a sneaky thing they did there. Um, and, and it just kept, like, it just, I mean, I, we just gave up after a while, we just like, yeah. oh, and then the drops were not character specific, which is super annoying, um, but anyways. Yeah, like. Um, stuff like that is just frustrating, right? Yeah, so. and now it's like, the last time I played was maybe, like, half a year ago, and, like, peak DPS for my, uh, Barbarian is, like, somewhere in the ballpark of, like, 1.2, 1.3 mil, which is, like. Yeah, exactly. It's on it the higher sense. end of... It, do it doesn't make sense. It, it, like, it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, and so, so, yeah. it's supposed to be built as a tank, but what the heck? No, I mean, nobody's going to say, like, okay, well, like, you know, like, obviously everybody wants, like, the best stats possible, but you clearly know that it's not through your awesome gameplay or, like, you know, like, lucky drops that... that because you're not the only one that's that's getting all of these boosts, right? Yeah, and it's and across tell, the board. Yeah, and you can tell, like, and you can tell with your older characters that you're not playing that they are just super weak, even though you have like legendary sets on them, or you yeah. spent like a tremendous amount of time crafting to get like everything, like all the gems and everything on it, and it's like this is like 
supposedly and you, you can even see in forums and, and stuff like this is supposedly like you know a really top set and then you come back like six months later or whatever right and all of a sudden it's like you know you can get like a tier below and it'll do the same amount of damage right or have the same amount of armor which is like it's just like whoa like all right man like this this is kind of ridiculous it's like it's like having a hundred bucks and then and then being able to buy like this much stuff and the next year hundred bucks can't even buy you an apple right so it's like pretty much it's pretty crazy so i mean i get it they want to incent you to play but um at the same time it's like unless you enjoy the grind um and to be fair i know some people that do enjoy um like long grinds on on uh on rpgs but but um yeah i just it's frustrating after a while right so yeah yeah it's like i don't mind the grind in an rpg but i don't want to be keeping up that grind for the long term to keep it playable that's the problem yeah, you want it, like, it's okay in the beginning or throughout various processes to be like, all right, like, you gotta grind, and, and, you know, to make it worthwhile so that what you get is, like, you know, of value, but when you just have to continuously grind to just keep up, it's like, all right, like, not really worth it, so. Yeah, it's I like don't know. paying I the damn rent in, like, it, Toronto Sorry? here. It's like trying to pay the rent in Toronto. It's like you have to just maintain it. Yeah, exactly. To just live. Yeah. Totally. No, it's it's crazy, man. And so, I'm, I'm not, like... Right now, I, I've become, I guess in the last year or so, like, I've become... One, one is, like, time. Like, I haven't had as much time to play, but even with, uh, you know, slightly more time in the fall, because uh, I started a new job, so I was like, okay, well, there's more time. I found myself to be just, like, pickier about games, because, like, I was trying new stuff, and, you know, there's, there's nothing... Um, there's nothing really that really kind of is different from what I was playing before. And a lot of it, like, it was just really frustrating. Like, it just wasn't enjoyable for some reason. So now I'm becoming, like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but, like, whatever. It's just hard for me to, like, like pick up a game and be, like, fully committed to it. Especially when they're, like, it's very hard to find a quality game, right? And, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so, anyways, I, I, but when I do, like, I play it. A lot like I, I i rarely play like i don't know multiple games at once i'll just play like one mm. game for like yeah. two months and then yeah so um but that's how it is now so it's 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 i find it really hard to find um good quality stuff out there yeah uh on in other news is uh microsoft is actually killing off uh windows 10 mobile at the end of this year yeah which is little bit all right let me know if it's still um um so we we're talking about what the 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 operating system mobile op yeah. operating uh windows 10 mobile is uh they're sunsetting it at the end of this year i think they're doing uh one extra year of support after it shuts down and that's it and their window uh microsoft is recommending people to move to ios or android so no, I mean, um, I think, so when Windows first came out, they didn't have, or when the uh, the operating system first came out, um, the idea was that you could do a lot of the office tasks on your phone, right? Like, uh, remember, like, the Palm, or uh, what is it? Palm OS or something like that. Or, uh, Palm Pilot. It was, like, Palm OS, but, like, I forgot what it was called. Oh, I forgot what it was called. It was, like, 
basically like having windows in your in your phone like it literally was like it wasn't even optimized for like a mobile platform it was just like installing like windows with this you know the start button and everything way back on your phone and um uh there was a lot of productivity and like it was like well business people could use it and uh you know have all of the same apps like you have office that you can just download from the app store and it has basically the same functionality i, I don't recommend you do excel work on your phone like you know <laughs> it's but, already bad enough on like a 17 inch screen yeah. let alone anything under 10 inches yeah so i mean i mean like to be fair like even on a tablet it's probably doable if you really needed it on a smartphone it's more like all right let's just take a look rather than like let's get into the formulas and shit right so yeah it's more um, of like small tweaks at most yeah so exactly so if you have that then you know i mean what is the advantage of 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 windows os you know it's it's uh i I get it they they were uh, way back it was like oh it's supposed to be like a super clean really simple kind of uh layout but the, the 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 so like the million different customizations of android like i'm sure you can find something that'll fit your needs if you're still using that right now if you're using a phone uh, i'm sure you know you can find something uh that'll but i think i have like a nokia phone that uses windows os um yeah but anyway. that's i think the biggest uh manufacturer that uses windows os on their phones is nokia from what i yeah, remember yeah. and those was like years back yeah, this was like, yeah, this was this was way, way back. And I remember getting that, I was like a Nokia 6-something. And uh, I, I remember enjoying it a lot because it had, like, the Office apps on there. And um, I also liked the fact that it was, uh, like, it was just super easy to use. Um, uh, it was, because at the time, Android was a little... I, it was I still... I had, like, maturing yeah. at that point it was, it was it was hard like there were there were some limitations right you had to like like to to get into like notification settings and stuff like it, it was like i don't know it wasn't obvious right yeah um, it was, that, prob- that was super easy. like yeah. yeah i remember those days it's uh it was like android three or four at that time yeah, yeah 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 so it was like just like figuring out how to like oh man i want to turn notifications off for this app or like whatever uh, or like, I want to see how much my data uses because data was like critical, Huge. man. Those it's kilobytes. Like, it was all about the kilobytes, right? Yeah, like, like plans were in like half a gig plans were running you like sixty bucks, seventy bucks at the time. Yeah, yeah. I remember like the intro was like, I think uh, you you get like fifty megabytes of data a month, um, and then everything on top of that was like you had to buy a you either they charge you incrementally or you have to buy like a data pack right so yeah. like so that you're at 50 megabytes you're like, man i gotta gotta count every kilobyte right so it's like um i remember like trying to find like your usage and it was so hard to track right so yeah uh, I, had a, I, had, I had the very first uh huawei phone that came to north america um because it had um they had like the newest android operating system on there um, I, remember, I remember getting that, and I remember getting the Nokia phone. Um, I think I got it from like Mobilicity too, because I wanted to try their network, um, which ended up being like not great. But um, but anyways, like, yeah, that, that, that was my experience with the uh, with the Windows OS. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think most people that use Win, like I, I don't know, like there, there probably aren't that many people out there. And if they are using it, then switching over to Android, like switching over to iOS, is probably a little bit of a jump, but. 
switching over to Android is like it's you'll be fine. Like there's there's no substantial difference, right? So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember using like even before like Windows 10 Mobile, like way back, like I think it was like Windows Mobile six or something like that it it was a bit janky at that point, and I think this was probably around two thousand seven, two thousand eight. So it was it was rough. Yeah, I mean, I I would recommend actually um, if well, okay, so. I think they still sell BlackBerry phones right now, right? Uh, yes, BlackBerry phones running on Android. Exactly, right? So I would recommend people look up, like, basically the transition is going to be like that. It's going to be like when, when BlackBerry decided to go Android and then they offered, like, uh, I forgot what, was it Leap or whatever? That was like, there was two versions of it. One was like, you know, it had like dual operating systems, right? And um, and that was to help with the transition. But uh, yeah. And yeah. with yeah. BlackBerry phones now, I think they BlackBerry doesn't make them themselves like RIM. Research and oh, yeah, the doesn't, hardware is made yeah. by like ZTE or something. Yeah, right? it's a third-party manufacturer that makes it for uh, research and motion. They RIM does not make BlackBerry phones anymore. Yeah, only for and I think uh, corporate. I think they might still do some stuff on that end, but not for the consumer level. No, they. Yeah, I mean they're they're yeah. I mean I, I don't blame them. Hardware is so hard to 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 do well in, and um, you know at the end of the day, if you just get one of those Chinese manufacturers to make it for you, you'll probably save a ton of money and have a better product, right? So, um, I mean to be fair, actually, to be fair, like like the iPhones are made in China too, right? So yeah, it's, it's not like um, yeah. I don't know. I think hardware is kind of it's kind of plateaued for the most part in terms of how much value you can get out of them or how much you like difference, you know, like having the latest processor versus having last year's processor. I don't like really one think... year does not make a huge difference. Like I think the software side makes a huge, uh, yes. bigger difference. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause Operating like updates. Yeah. Cause, uh, my one plus five is going to be about two years old this summer and it's runs everything fine more than enough ram more than enough storage processor is completely fine it's a snapdragon 835 uh i think the new this year's phones will be using a 855 instead but processing is fine like a two-year-old processor at this point no and i think um if you're not doing intense gaming on your phone like if you're not playing like whatever daisy or whatever on your phone like you're you're fine um most apps i i like how you know how there are youtube videos that showed like real um like real time like speed tests or whatever or not real time but just like speed tests where people are like pressing they'll have two phones like last year's like s8 versus s9 and then they'll like test the speed right and they'll be like oh the s9 won by like you know four seconds or like 15 seconds and i'm like like is that even does that even make a difference, right? To have like a 15 second difference after running all of those le- uh, a- applications, right? Like it's just it's just mind boggling to me that you'd like spend an extra thousand dollars on a new phone for you know whatever three seconds of of a faster 
load time, right? Yeah. Um, it it's, doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, and nowadays it's more of like uh, how well the camera does overall, like the software and the hardware part. Yes, camera yeah. quality is the, 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 the thing that's differentiating flagship Mo- yeah. from... Yeah, from that's major. why uh, with uh, Android, uh, Google's uh, night site is making waves because it's doing amazing in low light situations kind of, like it's like a step ahead of uh the iphone actually comparing yeah. uh last year's uh pixel 2 to yeah. i think uh same model iphone uh, it's like you see a pretty good difference and that's just from uh good software yeah like a lot of it's oh, from hardware like software side at least yeah, no, no, i scene. think i think um I think it started with uh, uh, what was it the uh, the P twenty, right? So that was the phone that they advertised. Um, so before every phone was always like, okay, like we have a better lens, or now there's a macro lens, or like the, the there's a physical like like actual optical zoom, so it's not all digital zoom, right? And then and then the P twenty start was like the, their advertisement was like, yeah, we have a great camera. But we're using software, so like it, all of your images are AI enhanced, right? They use AI, like because that's like you know a sexy term right now, right? Yeah. So like that was a big thing where it would just like essentially what it did was basically like 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 a like a default kind of Photoshop on all of your pictures to make it look better, and um, it's kind of annoying sometimes because like you know that's not exactly what you're going for, but for the most part, for most pictures people take with, you know, portraits or food pictures or whatever. It's in a or, dark restaurant or dark yeah, place. Yeah, the, the, the software, it does a great job. It does a great, because it recognizes, so it's actually interesting. It knows that you're taking a picture of food, which is kind of neat. But, um, and then it, it'll, it'll like, most of the pictures end up being brightened because that's what, um, it's low light. That's kind of the issue. So they look better that way. Um, sometimes they in- increase the contrast ratios, which which helps um, um, improve perceived image quality. Although you see distortion yeah. in the background, like you can see kind of the uh, grain of you the can photos. see the noise, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. You're right. It's all in the a big part of it is software right now. Um, I also think that personally, I think like I, I'm I'm with you that the the Google phones have great cameras, and I think it's probably the best. Uh, like the like, Pixel Three, probably the best right yeah, now. One of the uh, best, at least, like probably top ten, like top ten phones. Google the Pixels are definitely within. Oh yeah, yeah. like I would say, like top five, even you know, like it's hard to hard to name. Uh, I don't know, man. They're pretty up there. Um, I was gonna say that I think that uh, Apple's gonna like this this iteration of whatever the new iPhone will be. I think it's going to be a huge leap um, compared to the previous generation. Um, obviously, the company's been um, it hasn't been doing as well um, since their price hike. Which I remember when they did that, and I was like, "It's absolutely ridiculous that you have to pay over a thousand dollars for a base model iPhone." Yeah, it's like a thousand dollars is usually reserved for top tier flagship, like at least mid tier to top tier flagship models. Well, yeah, I mean. To be fair, the iPhone is a flagship model, so like I get it, but the fact that smartphones cost over a thousand dollars is kind of ridiculous, considering they used to be like 
800 bucks. Like, no, no, no. Like so, when, yeah. yeah, exactly, right? The flip phones were like a couple hundred bucks and then... Yeah, and then, sub uh, five, like sub 300 for... Sub 300 and then sub 500. Now we're at, you know, a thousand. You could argue inflation. I don't think we've... Not you know, that fast. Exactly, right? And so it's just a, it's, it's like, it's like a, it's a money grab. It's what well, it is. And then also it's like, it's setting the standard, right? It's like, oh, well, everybody's spending a thousand dollars on their smartphone. So then it's normal to spend a thousand and there's going to be a day where we break 2000 and then it's yeah, going to cost. We actually have broken $2,000 on, uh, I think the Samsung's, uh, the foldable phone. Yeah. We've already Both broken two grand. No, on that. like, okay. But, okay to be okay and then to that, be fair that, that is a niche product and it isn't is exactly yeah. a flagship yeah no no but like i think i think apple um they're not gonna reduce the price because that goes against their whole like premium whatever right so like they're not gonna do that but i think apple's been pretty conservative in the last couple of years with introducing new features to their phones right they've actually depending on you know if if you only like use samsung and iphones and whatever right then you're probably out of the loop about um what's available out there in terms of of the latest technology like um you know like the whole uh the 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 in-screen fingerprint reader yeah um, it's it's been out for a while um facial recognition was done way back way before they did it i think the s5 had it like that was exactly, like right so i don't so, know like six years back yeah uh, even the hd display man like that was um anyways I, I i personally don't think i think 1080p on a phone is more than enough uh more I, i'd argue that on a phone even if at 720 if you have a really good panel like it's good yeah right i'd take a good good quality panel over like higher resolution Resol- any day exactly no, it doesn't make sense. Like, like your TV is 1080p, and and we watch movies on it fine. And all of a sudden, if you put like 720 on a phone, people are like, "Oh my god, I can't watch this. It's so grainy." And I'm like, "You don't know what you're talking about." So, um, but but nevertheless, I think I think this iteration of the iPhone, the the 2019 one, is they're gonna they're gonna kind of they're gonna be less conservative, right? Because they don't have they're not in the same position they were a year ago. And they're not going to lower the price. I like for a fact, like they, they can't do that. that. That goes against their whole brand, right? So um, what they're going to do is they're going to probably introduce cool features or whatever. So it'll be interesting to see what they offer because this is kind of like I feel like in many ways they're looking to redeem themselves, and um, it, it's not going to be on price, so it's going to be on features, and um, that'll be interesting to see. So, um, but right now, like yeah, if, if you're going to spend to be the google 3 is also the 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 pixel 3 is also a very expensive phone yeah it's um borderline thousand dollars at this point i think yeah no yeah it's, it's comparable to the uh to the iphone um if you spec it out um it'll be uh comparable yeah um, these are all canadian prices fyi well, yeah, yeah when we say a thousand dollars i mean like yeah but but um i heard that i was just reading on my uh, like this morning that they're the pixel Three, there's gonna be a budget version. Uh, yeah, the three light. Yeah. So what I okay, so this is the thing about when they when they say like light versions or budget version. If you price it at like five six hundred dollars, it is not a budget phone, right? That's that's one plus level, right? 
Like and OnePlus makes some pretty good hardware for similar prices. I think uh, the uh, the S the 6T, if you totally spec it out, Canadian prices, of course, is around 800 bucks. Like fully spec it out, like yeah. max everything, yeah. like 256 storage, 10 gigs of RAM. It's ballpark 800 bucks. Yeah. And you get a think 840 Snapdragon 845 in it as well. Yeah, so this one is a Snapdragon 670, and I think I think it's going to have, like, slightly, uh, it's going to be like an Adreno, whatever. It's not going to be, the, the GPU is going to be, like, a, a level lower than whatever is in the Pixel 3, right? So, yeah. like, if you're paying that price, you might as well just get a OnePlus, right? You yeah. can get flagship. So, like, why would you, I don't know, I just find it hard to to justify. I mean, you either get the Pixel 3, you pay the big bucks, and you get it. Right, like you pay the big bucks and you get the the iPhone or whatever, um, or the S10 or S9. S9 is out now. S10 is still coming later this the, year. No, the S uh, the S9 right now is actually pretty affordable, man. I, I was in the the mall because um, my dad was getting a new phone, and uh, they were offering the S9 for five hundred and fifty dollars outright. That's so, a steal, man. That, at yeah, this that's, at that's, this time. Okay, okay, so it was like it was like six hundred. It was like. 600 something bucks but then they give you uh like a gift card so like whatever right so like it's the net of it would have been like around 500 bucks which is like a great deal right so um, yeah for 500 bucks you can't get a flagship or anything close to it you might be able to pull it off with the decent mid-grade like the a series yeah the samsung a series or the j yeah. series yeah 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 no but but, but anyways I, I think you know it's the, the 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 S nine is is a great deal at that price, but but anything that is like five six hundred dollars, I don't think you should consider it budget. Um, I think you know you either get thousand uh, dollars Pixel three iPhone whatever, or you go like a half step below, get the One Plus, which are really great phones. Same thing. It's it's like the same specs. You pay a little less because uh, you get a some features you won't get like uh, wireless charging the ip ratings they say that they do have like dust ratings and splash proof ratings for and the, the phones won't be as good. Yeah, yeah. uh it is rated for that stuff but they do not get the ip certified ratings because it would cost uh, more for the phones if you get those ratings yeah functionally i don't think that like that's negligible yeah. like yeah unless you're doing lots of outdoor sports or in in the weather outside a lot, it's negligible. I would go without if uh, if you can go without it. Yeah, I would so, go without. No, I, and, and obviously the camera quality is not going to be the same. Uh, it's actually, surprisingly, they did a comparison between the, I think it was the 6 and a similar iPhone model of that same year. And surprisingly, the cool. 6 did pretty well against an iphone yeah well i mean if that's the case that's even better right but but um i was gonna say like for example if you're comparing it against the pixel 3 it's not to say that they're the, they're the same phones um paying you know 700 bucks for a one plus versus um a thousand for a pixel 3 like there is some difference it's just you have to ask yourself for the incremental improvement in camera quality is it worth paying three to four hundred bucks more or more yeah 
like three to five hundred bucks that you could be putting towards a vacation anything really anything or even or even the next phone you can upgrade half a cycle faster right so um but either way like i think right now i think um you know smartphones i've said this before it's just plateaued right it's 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 diminishing returns at this point it's like I know uh, phone manufacturers tend to push to uh, you to replace every like two years or so, but it's not necessary. If it works fine, runs all of your software fine, and updates are still coming, like let it uh, like use it for another like year or two, and it's fine. Yeah, or even uh, uh, you know, there are certain things you can do with. Uh like do a factory reset or uh, replace the battery. Um, these are things that will help prolong. There are things that degrade with a phone over time. Yeah, uh, mainly batteries. The battery, mainly the battery, right? But, yeah. but you can replace that for, you know, 100 bucks, let's say, right? And that'll prolong the life of your phone for another year. And, um, you know, de- depending on the phone that you have, sometimes it really is just a battery up, uh, not an upgrade, but battery replacement um, that'll kind of help keep things going. So there's really no, I don't know, it's just hard for me to justify, unless you have the money to burn to upgrade your phone every year. And now it's like every two years, I don't even think you need to upgrade your phone. I think like you kind of do it on an as needed basis, you know. Um, it's kind of like computers, right? Like before, yeah. I remember like, you know, like if you didn't have like the current years, whatever Pentium four or three or whatever, like there were software that you could not run, right? Like you couldn't run it because you didn't have the hardware for it. Yeah, now that was like, like right? 15, 20 years back. Exactly with with computers, and so we're kind of experiencing, in my opinion, anyways, the same thing with smartphones, where you know you're at a point now where you can basically run everything that's being offered it's just a matter of like do you want to run it 15 seconds faster versus waiting an extra 15 seconds right so yeah it's it's uh you know it's again if you have the cash then by all means but otherwise there's no dramatic difference year over year yeah i I would spend it on something else you know for sure it's like uh an example is like my pc right now it's it's using a i think a four-year-old uh a three or four year old processor the i5 processor like and i just replaced the video card because had some issues with it and it's perfectly fine it'll run pretty much like most like 95 percent of big title games yeah and to be fair your graphics card before wasn't that you couldn't use it or that it was outdated it was that it physically like did not work right yeah so it, it technically you replaced it because it not because of like oh well it didn't live up to like whatever the minimum requirements now it's that you replaced it because it broke down right so yeah so that that's that's a separate issue but but again it, you could have kept if it didn't break down you would have kept chugging along and you would for have another like two years at least exactly right so anyways I mean it's just it's it's just I feel like right now the, the especially with smartphones it's more about marketing and more about like profit margins yeah it's like having the latest whatever it's like a fashion accessory almost versus like the actual utility of the product and if you just evaluate the utility of of what you're you're doing with your phone and what you get out of it you'll realize that you know paying 
or you know do even doing the trade-ins and paying like whatever an extra five six hundred dollars to upgrade your phone to the next year's model it's like it's a negligible difference and you're much better off saving that money doing something else with it or um you know you, you can i mean there there's so many other things you can i mean buy like a console or like a vr headset or something yeah. right so yeah Yeah, I kind of forgot about this. Uh, there was supposed to be a Harry Potter-themed uh, Yule Ball and Market this weekend. It actually was supposed to happen uh, mid -de early December in 2018. Got into legal trouble with uh, Warner Brothers. Got pushed back to actually today. And it got cancelled again. What? So when did they cancel it? They literally just cancelled it for the second time this week because like they still couldn't clear all of the legal issues with the uh, warner brothers with the harry potter franchise yeah i mean i don't know you're, you're just asking for trouble when you try to do things like that yeah which is unfortunate because there was like people coming from like out of town from like quebec from the states that really wanted to like go but for now they've it's cancelled, the company's refunding all the tickets and 50% of uh, non-refundable non uh, travel expenses like uh, plane tickets and hotels that were booked in advance. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, like it's a huge inconvenience if nothing else, right? Yeah. And, um, but again, it's one of those things where... I don't know, man. It's it's you know you're you're trying. It's it's an uphill battle when you try to try to get these things where you're trying to use, um, you know, characters or stories or from other franchises that, from franchises that are that you don't own. Then um, it's very hard, right? So I, yeah, I sure. can't say that. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's not it's not hard to to see why this is happening and and. Uh, yeah, especially since it happened before, right? So, um, but that's unfortunate. So it's supposed to be today. Yeah. Okay. Well, wh where was it going to take place? Uh, I can't remember. I haven't looked up the exact location for when it was happening for today, but it was uh, somewhere downtown. Oh sure. Okay. No, I was just going to say, like, you know, the weather here is pretty horrible. So. Yeah. It's minus 20 uh this whole weekend so it's yeah. pretty chilly yeah I'm getting snow on top of that too so anyways yeah so uh yeah it's like super cold this weekend and it's like pretty horrible for actually being outside yeah totally i mean even though like neither of us have to work outside which is great um, just even going outside, man, like going to the grocery store or whatever, it's going to be a bit of a challenge. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. You're, you're, I know you're heading over to Peter's today. So uh, maybe take a, take a second look just to be 100% before you uh, decide whether you want to check out. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's actually stopped snowing now, surprisingly. So we'll see what happens in a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not pleasant for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, uh, right now, 
I, I don't know. It's hard for me. I'm trying to find. So we were talking about like games that we've been playing, and um, it's it's definitely hard to find a good multiplayer game. Um, and maybe it's just because like you know all of our friends are like before. It's like we all kind of played the same game, and now everybody's playing different things, or they're not playing anymore. And so it's hard to find the one game that you know you can come home and every night you're like, all right, like we're gonna play a couple hours of this, right? Yeah, and everyone has different schedules now, and it's yeah, exactly. hard to line up our schedules to actually play. And we yeah. actually do. It's like we have to be all in the same spot actually most of the time to actually yeah. play. Yeah. So we end Let up. Me, yeah. Like a part of that is like, well, it's a lot more enjoyable. Like, like when we do get together, it's like it seems like it's way more fun than before. Um, but at the same time, like when we're not together, like, like physically together, like online gameplay is just like pretty weak for us anyways. It's like, cause everybody's on different schedules and stuff. So yeah. yeah, it's hard to find something, you know? Yeah. So like whenever you, like we usually, uh, pull out something multiplayer, stick it in. It tends to be older titles like Wii Sports, Smash Bros, Mario Kart love games like that uh, and which Nintendo actually does an amazing job of and yeah it's like there are other companies that do it like with games like Overcooked and uh, yeah and occasionally we might pull out like uh, a shooter game like uh, Halo well I mean Halo's like classic basically yeah yeah you can't you know can't go wrong with that but but even like i think nostalgia is a part of it but also it's just like man some of the some of the old games like the um the core gameplay like uh, graphics aside it's still very enjoyable and um especially when you're playing with your friends like and it's also good because so we have some friends that maybe i don't know if they haven't played um they haven't played any games in a while, right? But when you bust out the old games, everybody, you know, after a couple rounds, everybody's fresh and they're they're back in it, right? Yeah, it's all muscle memory. Like, no, I, <laughs> as yeah, well. it's, like, it's like riding a bicycle, right? <laughs> yeah. But but um, but no, it's like it's, it's just fun when you play a game that everybody can kind of get into and can play, right? Versus like a new game where you know, out of four or six players, you're gonna have a couple that really can't do anything because it's their very first time. And it's it's much less enjoyable for everyone. I mean, for them obviously, but even for for yourself, like it's like, like less competitive. So um, yeah, I think uh, yeah. Sometimes I don't remember. Like last time, we're just like, hey, what do you want to play? And just busted out Wii Sports, and uh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we might have gotten a little bit more competitive than uh, <laughs> we realized at that point. Well, yeah, that was that was pretty late into the evening, so uh, yes, it was it was like the Olympics, so yeah, <laughs> it was pretty fun. But yeah, like every once in a while, you bust that out. It's it's still a lot of fun. Um, I think the same. I mean, you know, to be fair, like even Mario Kart, right? Like that. That's um, we'll play like the 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 GameCube one, or even like I don't even think. Well, I mean, I have an N sixty four, but. We could like we could go way back, right? Yeah, and uh, it's still an enjoyable experience. I, I've always, I still want to play. Um, I don't know. I don't even know where my DS Lite is, but that thing is 
It was fantastic. And um, I probably spent way too many hours in Mario Kart on that like a one. Good, like hundred, like well into the hundreds of hours at oh, this yeah. point. Yeah, 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 that was that was. Yeah, because you could play it anywhere, right? So yeah, and um, yeah, like back in high school, uh, there was this hallway where people would just congregate. It's like just playing Mario Kart, Tetris, like yeah, pretty yeah. much any time. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, what is it? DS hallway. Uh, I mean, I, we didn't go to the same high school, but I remember you telling me about it. Um, that, that was pretty sick. So. Uh, but yeah, I don't, uh, a lot of these older games, like, that have good mechanics, um, nostalgia aside, I mean, nostalgia is a big part of it, but even nostalgia aside, like, it's really, really enjoyable. Um, so, maybe give it a go, uh, maybe next time we get together, uh, we'll, we'll play some more Wii Sports. So, we'll get, uh, what is it, what, what was it, Wii Sports Resort? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll get that out, play some, uh, play some archery. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh pretty cool man yeah and i think that's probably it for this week or yeah this month it'll be a little while before we're back so yeah yeah maybe six months before we're back hopefully <laughs> not but maybe in about a month or so we'll see what happens so yeah we'll see you guys next time all right